Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will use this city as a tool of witness in the lives of those who are struggling to live godly for you. I pray that it will bring deliverance and set the captive free. Lord, as it goes beyond the prison walls, the highway and byways, that it will compel those to come unto you. Lord, those that are struggling, that they'll begin to live victoriously. And Lord, when that race is over and it is all finished, Lord, they can come unto you and you will say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name. chapter verses 35 through 41 mark is writing in the gospels an account the bible says in the same day when the evening was come he saith unto them let us pass over unto the other side and and usually if you have a red letter edition bible that denotes that jesus is talking so jesus is saying we're going to get in this boat or this ship And we're going to arrive on the other side. And the Bible says, and when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep. On a pillow. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? In the book of Psalms, Psalms 121, and the scripture simply says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. In the remaining time that I have, I want to minister to you from the thought, no worries, God is in control. Go with me and pray. Eternal God, we are grateful and thankful today for this gathering. Lord, only you can have assembled all of the people that are here from one age to the youngest to the oldest. Lord, every place in life, Lord, you know where we are, God, and you brought us together today in this place to hear a word Lord, that can change our lives. I pray today, God, that as the word of God goes forth into the atmosphere, it will arrest every mind, heart, and soul and cause them to submit to the fact that, God, they're not in control, but you are. 
And Lord, when everything is said and done and lives are changed and hearts are turned toward you, and Lord, those that have never repented of their sins will see the need to repent this day. And Lord, we will truly, Lord, give them a space to be baptized in your name for the remission of their sins. And Lord, if you should see fit, you'll fill them today with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And Father, when all these things are said and done, we'll remember to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. And yes, Lord, as always, I need your anointing because it's through your anointing that every yoke and fetter are destroyed. And so, Lord, again, we thank you and we praise you. Let everyone say in Jesus' name, amen. I know many of you, you, you uh, find yourself in the marketplace, in other words, in uh, society in, in some shape or form. And, and there might be uh, uh, services that are being rendered to you, uh, maybe a cashier or, or maybe you're in a bank. And there's sometimes things are, are done and, and we make mistakes. And the, and the person will say to you, no worries. Anybody ever heard somebody say that to you? Well, what they're trying to do is tell you it's, it's no need to get all flustered about it. No worries. And, and I was listening to a recording I called a number, and in the number, uh, the person is stating their business and, and the services that they offer, and they say, just in case you don't have such and such, no worries, we have that. And I said to myself, if the world, the secular world that we live in can come up with the mindset, no worries, how much more should the child of God, the one that says they, they know in whom they believe, have the kind of confidence to say, no worries, God is in control. Uh, in this present moment in time, every person under the sound of my voice is either presently in a storm or coming out of a storm or about to enter a storm. And God often allows the situations in life that we refer to as storms. You see, they are what causes us to look unto him and, and realize ultimately he is the one in control. Can I get me somebody to agree with me right there? He is the one that's in control of every situation. And if we're not careful, we will allow the storms of life to cause us to question the sovereignty of God. You know God. He, he can do what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it, and who he wants to do it through. But we find ourselves questioning him when these situations arise in our life about the sovereignty of God. And it causes us to forget that he said, for I know the thoughts, in other words, the plans that I think towards you, they are thoughts of good or peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Please, sir, ma'am, let us not forget the words recorded in Joshua 1 and 9. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. And then he turns around in Isaiah 41 and 10 and says, fear not. For I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand 
of my righteousness. So my brothers and sisters, guests and visitors, instead of allowing the storms of life to short circuit our prayers by doubting, hence causing us to have our prayers not answered. Instead, this is what we should do. Let's go back and revisit the disciples' stormy situation that we found in Mark, the fourth chapter. Now, you have to remember that this had been a pretty long day. In case, in case somebody is questioning the fact how Jesus is able to, to weather through the storm asleep in the hinder parts of the ship, need I remind you that he had been preaching or teaching all day long. It had gotten to the place he got in a ship and got out to the sea a little bit and everybody was on the seashore and they were pulling on him as he's teaching it. They're trying to receive all that he has. He's in the hot sun. Listen, maybe you might not realize it. Although he was man, he was God. And although he was God, he was man. And as a man in the human form, you get tired. You, you get thirsty. But nowhere in this account do we see anybody say, hey, here, master, here's a cup of water. He's out there on this boat in the middle of the sea He's preaching or teaching to the people. And now this is what happens. We find the Bible says now it's over into the evening time. Somebody said, that's a long time to be without water. <laughs> it's a long time to, to be talking and no break. It's a long time to be ministering and not having rest. And so the Bible says this. And the same day, no break in between, no rest. But the same day. When the evening was come, telling you how many hours he put in, he said unto them, let us pass over to the other side. And I need to put emphasis on that because if you have the red letter edition, it's in red. It's Jesus saying, we're going to go from here to there. I'm going to tell, tell you that there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to make it to the other side. Well, right there, I thought I had me a few people just jumping up. Because see, what, what he's saying is in your present situation, I, I, I know you can't see the end of it. But I know what it's going to look like. I know how you're going to come up out of this thing. And what he's saying is when I bring you out, guess what? You're going to the other side. And so now here we find them. They're all in the ship. And they're doing just what he said, heading toward the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And I want to make note, even as he was, weary, tired, and worn, just like he was. Nowhere do you see. They gave him some bread, gave him some water. They took him just like he was, and they put him in the ship. And so he's now in the hinder part of the ship. That's what the Bible says. And now there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Now, please, sir, ma'am, don't forget, he's amongst some experienced fishermen. He's amongst some sailors, if you please. Anybody know anything about sailors? Calm waters don't make you a sailor. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is, if all you have is no trials, no tribulations, no troubles in life, then I might question your sanability. Is that a word? I, I just throw it in there. I, I just question, really, are you a saint of God if you've never been through that? How are you going to tell me something if you've never been through anything? 
So he's saying to them, you ain't gave me one thing. You put me in this ship, and now I'm in the hinder part of the ship. That's stern. That, that's the back of the boat, if you please. But now what happens is the storm comes up. The winds are blowing, and now water is filling the boat. Somebody might be saying, well, why did they wait? Just like we do. We think that we can handle our situation. One of my brothers reminded me of a saying. How's it working out for you? You handling your stuff. You handling your mess. I know, how is it working out for you? So he's there now, and what happened was they looked at their skill set. They looked at, man, I'm a fisherman. I'm a sailor. I've been through rough waters before. But now the boat is filling up. (laughs) It's intimate, meaning danger, danger, danger is lurking. Now they go down to the hinder part of the ship. And the Bible says, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. The Bible says that they had to wake him up. Don't you know he gives his beloved sweet sleep? <laughs> so had they not woken him, someone might write, then they would have drowned. You, thank you, Jesus. Do you know who you got aboard? <laughs> Do you know the greater one lives inside of you? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world? This boat ain't going down. Jesus is on the main line. Hallelujah. And so now he's, he's there. They're waking him up. I can imagine it. After a long day of ministry, y'all haven't given me anything to eat, nothing to drink. The only thing I could do is go to sleep. I'm tired. I'm fatigued. And now y'all waking me up. I can imagine him like one hour. What is it? Master, care not that we perish. He doesn't even address it. The Bible says he gets up and he, he rebukes the wind. And he just simply says, peace, be still. And then the Bible said that the wind stopped and it was a calm. I'm trying to encourage somebody. Allow him to speak peace into your situation. Uh, allow him to say, peace, be still. Peace, be still in that marriage. Peace, be still on that job. Peace, oh, I wish I had me somebody to understand when he says, peace, be still. Oh, it got to pay attention. So now he gets up. Now he has some questions for them. Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? Don't forget, he's talking to some people that thus far in his fleshly existence as the son of the living God, for three and a half years, he's with them. He's pouring into them. He's teaching them. He's discipling them. He's letting them be eyewitnesses to blind eyes open, lame feet walking. He's used to them Saying, Master, wow. But now here we find them doubting, being fearful. And he says, why are you still fearful? Where is your faith? No worries. God is in control. As we look at this account, there was never a question of them reaching the other side. There was never one doubt, no one iota of a lack of faith that they're going to enter in that boat and make it to the other side. The psalmist again in Psalms 121, he directed our attention. He says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. I think sometimes we forget where our help comes from. Some of y'all picking up the phone, dialing 1-900-1-800 psychic. What's going to happen? The devil is a liar. I'll lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Come on, have you 
been walking now thus far with him and don't realize where your help comes from? Stop leaning to your own understanding, but in all your ways, begin to acknowledge him. He's the author, the finisher of our faith. Without him, we can literally do nothing. Help comes from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. He not going to sleep on y'all. <laughs> See, the, the disciples said, just because the physical man will sleep, he is not aware. <laughs> he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. I want to say this. I know that some people right now are struggling. I know that some people Right here, right now, you're having financial problems. I know some people here, you're having issues on your job. I know that there's some people here that are having marital problems. There's some people there that are having health issues. And there's some people here that have problems with their kids. And I know that there are people that are struggling right now with depression. And the sad part, I know that there's some people here, you're unable to forgive yourself even after God is forgiving you. No worries. God is in control. 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 My Lord, do you realize what it is for God to, to be in control? What is it control? What, what is control? Control means that there's only one outcome. <laughs> control means that I have the steering wheel and I know where I'm taking you. Control. Meaning you're out of the equation. So please stop trying to fix him. Stop trying to fix her. God is in control. He's in control of every situation. Matter of fact, the scripture says that he is beautiful for situations. But the only way we can arrive to that conclusion is that we understand that God is in control. Thank you, Father, I gotta give you thanks because Lord, everything that you have done, I didn't look at it now. I thank you, Lord, for the release of every chain. Everywhere I go, God, I gotta give you praise because you have heard my cry. We have been smothered by the grace of God and it has brought us joy. Therefore, Lord, we was able to make a joyful noise in this city. We have learned to forgive, and with that in mind, God, I just can't stop praising you. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Amen.